Welcome everyone from Yerushalayim Yerak Kodesh. We are continuing Mishnurin Simen Kov Dalid, Shir number 251. Simen Kov Dalid, Sif Aleph, where the Mechabit tells us, Lo Yafsik B'tfilosai. Ma'afilu Melech Yisrael Shoyel B'Shloimai Lo Yeshivenu. When the person is Damish Man Esrei, we continue with the theme, and basically of Kavana, and a person should not stop during Davening Shman Esrei. Ma'afilu Melech Yisrael Shoyel B'Shloimai, even if a Jewish king will say, how are you doing? Lo yishivenu. You do not respond. What's the, the mechla lav ato What's the basic understanding here is that, generally speaking, if the Jewish king would say to you, how are you doing? So no matter what else you're doing, you stop and you respond, of course. However, turning the page, melech oivit gilulim im efsher loy by a non-Jewish king, if it's possible to shorten your response, your Shmon Esrei, the Hainu Shiyoimat Chila Abroch Vesoifa Koydim Shigir Elov, if it's possible to shorten your your Brocha, Shiyoimat Chilos Abrocha Vesoifa. So you would say the beginning of the Brocha, and you would say the end of the Brocha. You would you would eliminate the middle part of the Brocha. That's once again only in the case where a Melech a non-Jewish king would come. And greet you and say, How are you? So, not to respond would be very dangerous. Yikatsir, so then you shortened. It's possible that you can go to the side and avoid the possible contact in the first place of the king asking, How are you doing? So, try to go to the side. But if it's not possible, you should stop and, and respond. Now, in regards to the king, we have to know what type of king we're talking about over here, the non-Jewish king. Because in this generation, we don't really have a melech, a king. We have figureheads, like the king of England now. Now you could say king of England, right? Until uh, a few months ago, they, we didn't have a king. There was no king of England. Um, so, the king of England cannot does not have the power to say to someone, you know, to his guards, off with his head. We're not talking about a tyrant. A tyrant is a whole different, whole different category. We're talking about a melech, a king. A king, by an halachic understanding, is not a diplomatic, a, a figurehead. It's a king that has the acceptance of his nation. That's number one. And number two, or, or number one, is that he also has the ability to say, off with his head. That's the type of king you would make a bracha on. But over here, you're like, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 we don't have those situations today. So we have to know what, what type of halach would apply for a non-Jewish king in this generation. Says the Mishra Sivkot and Allah, three lines in the bottom. Lo yafsik. Ra'afilu remiza ba'alma is osir. Im lo latino kabaycha mutu lo l'ramiz lo biyadov kidei shiyishtoik lo yatridoi mitfilosoi. So, you are not permitted to stop during Shemana Esrei. Now listen to this example the Mishra gives. Because it's a topic we've been discussing for a long time. You can't even hint or blink or wink to anybody during Shemana Esrei. You can't do that. Unless he gives an exception to the rule. What's the exception? A child that's crying. You can try to like put your finger on your mouth and like to, to quiet him down. And he should not burden you in the davening. 
And that's not going to help. You can distance yourself from the child, but don't speak to him. Now, what's the case we're talking about over here? What's the example, what the Mishra is giving here? He says you're not allowed to talk during the evening. You're not allowed to wink or blink to someone during the evening to communicate with them unless it's a child that's crying and you want to encourage them to be quiet. We have to say that you're diving in your house. Because a person is not bringing a child to shul. Right? Of course not. I'm, I'm not making a joke now. I'm being serious. Right? And I mean, when I say a joke, we all know you don't bring little children to shul. I will say, though, you see very clearly over here, if a person's child is disturbing the davening, and, and he's, you think he's old enough that you didn't bring a little uh, two-year-old to shul, you brought a, a seven-year-old to shul. And you were under the impression that he should... Be able to sit properly during Shemonesri. And he's not. You are permitted to turn around. When I say turn around, because you know he's on your side, right? Motion to him to stop what he's doing. That's what we're saying over here. Don't continue davening your Shemonesri while he disturbs everyone else's davening. Don't do that. I told you the case that happened to me not too long ago. But don't speak to him. Don't say any words. A person, a person Listen to this chiddush. You have a person who they waiting, they're waiting for him for chazar sashats. They're waiting for him to repeat the shmona esrei. And let's say he's not the rav of the shul. Because by the Rav of the Shul, the Rav of the Shul would tell the, his congregants, don't wait for me. He, he could already explain that to him. A person is permitted during Shemana Esrei to motion to the Tzibar, go, go. Don't wait for me. You hear this? You're diving your private Shemana Esrei. You're talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And everyone's waiting for you. Everyone's waiting for you. You are permitted to tell them, you know, not with mouth, don't verbalize. You're middle Shemana Esrei. You could motion to them to get moving, to get started. That is permitted to continue davening. So a few chidushim you had over here. Number one, when it comes to a child, that you are permitted to wink or blink or miramis to the child, hint to the child, not to, not to um, continue making noise. Then we also said that if they are waiting for you, that you are permitted to encourage them to continue and not to wait for you for the Shemoneser. I want to take questions after we see something. Sometimes we take questions and the next Sif Katan discusses it. So let's first learn a little of the Mishnah Bruder. That's why the Chavetz Chaim spent 25 plus years writing it. So we can learn it. Lo Even if a person is going to lose money. In Sif Katan Beis, even if there's a there's a loss of money, lo yafsik b'tfilosoi, ain lo lahafsik. Kosav hachayodim. Chayodim writes, ha'oyim made b'tfilov in this topic beis a din. Echis palel kegoy sheshachach eiz a davar b'tfilo mutuloy leiloich mimekoymoy lamakom miyuchet. Well, ayin shem b'sefer. Let's say you're diving with a sitter, and it's a sitter that doesn't have the halachas. And you're not sure it's Mayriv and it's Cholmoid 
and you forgot to say Yalav and you have something in your mind that you remember that when it's Mairev at Rosh Chodesh and you forgot to say Yalav Yovai, that you don't have to repeat it if you finish if you already finish Manasra. You want to know if you already passed Maidim. You want to know do you have to that same halach apply to Cholamayt? But you're looking at your sitter, there's no no halachas in the sitter. But you know in the art school sitter, for example, you know exactly where it says, you know where to find this halacha. You are permitted in the middle of your Shemana Esri to pick yourself up from your location where you are, walk over to the to the art school sitter where you know where it is, open it up, look for it, figure out the halacha which says that on Cholamayid you have to say at night, Yale V'yavoy, it's not like Rosh Chodesh, and you're even permitted to go back to the place where you are you're in the middle of davening, if you're not going to disturb other people. Okay? That's what he says. The Chayadim writes that if you're in the middle of davening, you're permitted to take your feet apart, separate your feet, find the place of in the, in the Sefer, look up the Halacha, and and uh, then continue davening. Now the next question is, are you permitted to lishol hadin, to ask someone the actual question: Do I forgot to say Yalav uh, I forgot to say a certain uh, whatever the halacha might be. You're allowed to ask the person the halacha if if you don't know the answer to the question. That's just a sif cotton base at the end over here. It's Sarachian, but nearly he says the mutter. You're permitted to ask the person the question. Sif cotton gimel the mishmuras said that if you have a non-Jewish king that that greets you, then you are permitted to respond. So to any uh, strong fellow that you're concerned that he might kill you, also you are permitted to stop um, and respond. It's possible that you should be able to go to the side of the road and be a royal anoilad, preempt the situation. Then you should do so. It's better to lekatzer to um, shorten your shmona esra. In other words, you would begin the bracha and you would end the bracha and you would take out the middle part. And then maybe that's the end of it. And then you just end baruch ato Hashem. You finish the bracha. Better to shorten the bracha and then respond to the king as opposed to go away to the side. That's according to the Bach and the Eli Rabbah. The understanding according to the Bach and the Eli Rabbah is that this way you're not taking your feet apart. However, the Prima Godim writes differently, and the Prima Godim wants to say that if you are moving away, if you're moving away from the location where you're at, that is for the purpose of davening that's for the purpose of Shemana Esrei, it's not considered to be, it's not called a hefsik. It's The reason why you're moving away is to have more kavana, so that you don't have to interrupt yourself and respond to the king. So that would not be a problem according to the Prima Godi. Sif Kodnevim, E. F. Shirloi, and it's impossible, and you have to stop. It's Ulam Shemutur, Afilu Lisho Loi, Bishloi Mekisha, Mishar, Shibilti Zeh, Esher Shiva Sakana, the Koshin Shemutul Hashivloi. If you shots up the case and you realize 
that you have to make sure that you respond, that you greet the king. Not just not enough that he, you respond to him. It's not enough to respond. You have to make sure you greet him. And if you don't greet him, so that would be a problem. You are permitted to greet him as well. You are permitted to greet the king as well. Okay. Says the Mechaber on the top of the page, Sif Beis. Okay, so you're middle of davening on the road, side of the road, and the animal is coming towards you, or a wagon is coming towards you. You should go away from the road where the animal is approaching you, but don't stop. I'm sorry. But if there's no, if a case does not exist of the animal coming to um, your direction, if the animal is not coming your direction, so then you should not be stopping. Generally speaking, we don't move from the position when we're diving Shemun Esrei. Um, I mean, these things happen sometimes. Even even now, uh, you know, you, you go to the Poconos, you go to different places, and and you have to daven, uh, you have to daven outside sometimes. Even though we've learned lachatchila, it's best not to, but you have no choice. And sometimes there are animals around, you know, a deer and who knows what. Sivkot involve minad derech atzalayim ra'avdu sakanto shloyove behema vakrein alov mikomoko mikaven derech shloyide notzel mizeh al yidei shiyitim minad derech also lahasib edibor loymar leish acher sheyake bemakol behema livuligor bebal akrein shloyove kinegdoi. So I just want to correct something. When he says you're permitted, uh, or whether when he says you should not stop, doesn't mean. Let's read the words. Hayu mispal bederech ba behema akrein kinegdoi. It doesn't mean, when he says lo yasi, it doesn't mean don't stop davening. Lo means don't stop with dibor. Anytime you say here lo yasik, it means with with speech. Don't, you don't want to, you cannot stop and talk and tell the wagon driver to move the animal away or move the move the wagon away. You can't do that. What should you do? Better for you to move away and talk in the middle of Yishma and Esrei. Okay. He says further, Since you can avoid speaking, it's forbidden to speak because you can avoid the problem by moving away. Tell someone else that he should um, move the animals away from where you are. Simon's Zion uh, Zion says, "Being an Acher, where uh, since you can deal with the situation of being an Acher, ain lotzis mekoymoi ashi yigmor tefilosi." If there's no concern of, if there's no concern of, of uh, um, any reason to speak, one should never be speaking. One should never be moving away. Um, from the place where he's damaged from Esrei. Then he says, take a look at some inside of Zion, shiny, that case is different, that if it's a case for davening, then he's saying you're permitted to be masik. Okay, you have to see what the case is over there. Sivkot and Ches, Ein Lot says, the 
You should not move away from the place where you're from the Esrei. We should rebuke the Chazonim. The Mishtabrura says as follows. We all know that during Shemun Esrei, we bow down on Yom Kippur, different parts of the davening. He says it is incorrect for the davening, the Baal to take his feet apart, move away from the shtender, and then bow down. What is the correct approach? The correct approach is that a uh, temporary shtender should be placed in front of the chazan. And sometimes they build shtenders that have a tray that pulls out. And for Yom Kippur, they, the, the chazan starts with the tray pulled out. When then when it's time to bow down, they he picks up this, the chmazer, pushes the tray in, and then they put down something for him to bow down on. And well, he should not be taking his feet apart. That's what he says over here in Sivkot and Ches. However, if it's um, he's by Elokainet so at the end of Shimon Esrei, Elokin Hu betachnun mishalachat filo, and uh, there's more of a leniency for him to take his steps back, to, to move away. So he gives an example that if there's a need for of a mitzvah, even if it's a small mitzvah, for a person to for a person to uh, move his feet during a Lekainetzor, he is permitted to do so. So too, he is permitted to get an Aliyah if it is by a Lekainetzor. So imagine you get your name called up for an Aliyah and you're at the end of Shemun Esrei. So he says, for Kriya Satayra, Afshul Higiyah Dayin Lekadosh Shim Tiskabel Shepeseya Boy so we're discussing that a person can get an aliyah if he's at the end of a lokai nitzar. Then we said also, I could go in the Amrinah by Alma, by Gemara, by Rabbi Kiva. So the Gemara says by Rabbi Kiva, the great Rabbi Kiva, that he would be, he would start in one place and end in a different place. Because of all the different bowings. So he's saying that's talking about the Tachnunim at the end of Shemona Esrei, after Tfilo. But for no other uh, specific reason, a person should not be paiseya, he should not take three steps back, um, or rather he should not move around until he takes his three steps back at the end of Shemun Esrei. So basically what we're discussing here is the importance of making sure your feet stay together. We are supposed to be davening like malachim, like angels. And and the angel has what's called regular yishara one leg. Kosov oilus tamid. La'achos shesiyam atfila after the tefila is over. Kaidem shomer oisa shalom. La'achos shesiyam atfila after you finish the davening. 
Kedush Amar Aisa Shalom. Before you say Aisa Shalom, Ein Isrim Aka Ragl of the Mitzvah Ksas, like we just mentioned. There's no Isr if you take your feet apart a little. I'm sorry, if you take your feet apart for a small mitzvah, the little goes on the small mitzvah. Okay, Ein Isrim Aka Ragl of the Mitzvah Ksas, for something that's, that's considered to be a mitzvah. Let's say you are uh, have your feet together by Lukainasar. And once again it's called the Tachnunim section, the supplication section. You are permitted to take your feet apart and go open the Arakadish for mitzvah because people view this as to some degree like a mitzvah. First, say the the pasuk on Tehillim of Tehillim uh, of Yehilorotzin at the end of Kapitel Yotes, Chapter 19. Okay, let's see another halacha here in Sif Gimel. Mechaber says on top of the page, even if a snake is wrapped around your leg, you should not stop. What does it mean stop? Meaning that doesn't mean you can't stop your Shmon Esrei. Means that you should you should not stop in Dibur. Don't speak. But you allow to move away and the snakes around your leg, you allow to like kick it off and do what you have to do to get rid of it from being on you. But you should try to avoid speaking. Says the Mishra Sif Katin Yud through speech. Don't speak. To ask him to get it off of you. Now, we're not discussing here that it's a venomous snake and, and you're afraid you're going you're gonna to get bitten and a person uh, be uh, very serious. That case, you can speak also. Now, this is very important. Whenever we say the word hefsek here, it means deeper, means speech. But you're allowed to walk. Because Alicha is not called a Hefsik. The Dafka Hacha Duhu Litzarich is only here according for Litzarich for this need of of uh, the snake wrapped around the person's leg. Lahasar Anachosh to remove the snake. After Talinum Diminestam Lo Yas Akona, then was probably it's not going to be a danger. But if it's for no specific purpose, um, the halich is also called a uh, walking away for no purpose, which one you should try to avoid. Now, um, the Mechaber then says, You said you like go to another place to have the snake uh, fall off of you. If there is a scorpion, you can stop in Hazik because the scorpions are more dangerous. To cause problems, but Nochash Nami, a snake also, Imrotza, Shahu Kaos, Imra, rather, if you see that he's, the snake is angry, Umuchel Nahazik, and he's, he's going to damage, hurt, attack, Paisik, one is permitted to speak, Paisik means Paisik what? Means Paisik Bedibor, you are permitted to speak also for assistance. Sivkotin, Yud Aleph, Umuchel Nahazik, that if the animal or the snake or the scorpion is, is, is designated, is going to attack, even if it's not wrapped around your, your heel, 
you see is coming to attack you. Paisik, you're allowed to speak, ask for help. If you see that this, that you're able to distance yourself from the snake, you should do that before it comes to you, and you won't have to come to speaking. Now, just remind yourself of of, of the facts that in the old in the old days, the snakes were where that rather the shuls were where the shuls were out in the fields. So, like you know, Baruch Hashem, we're thinking, okay, this is not our common situation over here, but um, in those days, it was more common that, uh, that the shuls were in the fields and uh, they had snake issues. Let's see one more halacha here. If you see a, uh, an ox coming towards you, you can stop with speech with dibor. You distance yourself from a tom. What's a tom? For those who learn Baba Kama, that he's a tom is he's not accustomed to damaging nonetheless. Chamishin uh, amos remuad. You distance yourself from chamishin amos remuad. Perush shiragal hazik muloyenov. As far as your eye can see, an animal that is a damaging animal. Animal animal has a track record that it damages. As far as you see that animal, if you're middle of down, you see that animal. He's down the road. You can speak and do what you have to do to get rid of the danger. If the oxen in the place where you are have a status, a status quo, a chazaka, that they do not damage, then there is no reason to be paisik, says the Mishra Sifkat in Yudbeiz. So he says, a, a castrated ox. I guess maybe that's a bull. Is that right? Is that how that works? I feel of any idea, even if you don't know, then any paisik you should not stop a dibor. Vidafka shalahizik meilim was only if you never damaged. Avlim hizik I feel upon achas, but if you damage even one time paisik I feel a bit mop me mekoymai, me mekoymai shein regilim shar hashvar shvarim lahazik. You should stop with dibor even if I feel a bit mekoymai even in places shein regilim. That other um, oxen do not damage. Um, so just to review over here the halachas that we learned this morning, and we had mentioned that a person should not be masik, should not speak during davening. We said a person is not allowed to uh, motion to anyone during shemona esrei. The two exceptions we gave is a parent or an adult, uh, if he's the one who can quiet all, um, the child, is permitted to have that person that. That child quieted to wink to him, to blink to him, to motion to him to be quiet. We also mentioned that if he's not getting the hint, stop your shemona esrei, take him out of the shul, and and and, and you should not uh, be focusing on yourself of uh, davening, but make sure that the child does not disturb everyone else's davening. We also mentioned that a person can motion to the chazan to to begin, not to wait for him, and. Then we had mentioned that uh, if uh, a person was in concern that someone might damage him, hurt him, harm him, he is permitted to uh, respond to that person um, during Shemun Esrei. Uh, if, if there's an animal that might damage you, then you can um, sp- also speak up for help. If it's not going to be such a concern of damaging, then you should not speak. You can and should move away from the location. We'll stop here.